We set off in a new parak in the second half of yesterday's daf, bring us back to the halachos of Tchum Shabbos, the Shabbos boundary. Before we get to a point from our daf, now would be a good time to take a step back and discuss the origins of the Eruv Tchumin. Rabbi Felder brings in Yisod Yeshurun, Chelek Hei, Peid, Shin Memchas. This institution is called Eruv Tchumin, similar to Eruv Chatseros, because two boundaries are linked together, one that one was able to reach, and the other that one was unreachable. And now, because of the Eruv that's placed there, one is able to reach that space. Rabbi Felder brings two sources from the Torah and the Navi. First, it says, By Yaakov Avinu Bereshis HaMegimah Vayichan Espenayir, after greeting his brother Esav, he arrived in Shechem, and quote-unquote camped before the city, Vayichan, a beautiful medrash in this Pasuk Bereshis Rabbah, Yodal of Zion, says that Avram, although he observed some of the semblance of Shabbos and Mitzvahs, as we know from Chazal, he didn't establish Tchumen. Therefore, in his chus, the land was inherited in limitation. Each step he took, says the Medrash, is Bemida, each step he took, he selech ba'aretz la'orka la'rochba, to go through, kumit selech ba'aretz, get up, go, walk each step to be, to, to take ownership over the land. But by Yaakov Avinu, he established the Tchum from the word Vayichan, and his reward was a was an unlimited expansion. Nichnas im dimdumechama, the Medrash says, he came into the city, sun was setting, he set up his tchum, and he had a great expansion. For Ratz, the Yam of Akedma, and that was the, the borders and the boundaries, and he, he, through that, he was able to bring a reward of expansiveness. So there's also a Pasuk in Yeshua and Per Gimel, he's very talking about the plan to enter the land of Israel. Rashi writes so that at this time of the distance between the people and the Aaron Kodesh, the Aaron was going to travel ahead of the nation, and that distance would be 2,000 Amot, that would be in the journey, and then this was a prediction, says Rashi, to be able to daven there on Shabbos in the future, that's how far away it should stay, to be able to go to be, daven, be able to daven near the Aaron, it gave them that, that distance, so they would, that would be at the time when they would lay siege on Yericho, now, practicing their formation row as they entered Eretz Yisrael. Now that we appreciate, now that we appreciate the depth of Tchumen, Let's learn a halacha from our daf at the beginning. We have a halacha of food that had gone out of the tchum, came back in, even bemazed. It doesn't lose, even, even if it was done intentionally, it doesn't lose its original place since the entire city is its place of four amot. And the 2,000 amot beyond the edge of the city, so Rabbi Felder has a chelak dalit and chelak hei reish from gimel, an interesting question. Tosos at the bottom of memal from Bez differentiates between this halacha that Chazal allow a person to eat that food that came back in even when it was brought in intentionally, amazing, and the halacha that we know violates, a person violates Shabbos by cooking. So what's the difference? The difference is, of course, cooking is a, is a Torah-level violation of Shabbos, is a Doraisa, and the Tchum is, is Midrabban, it's Rabbinic. Magen Avram, Tav Kuf, Yodalad points out there's a mission, Trumos, that seems to say we do get penalized even for violating rabbinic prohibitions. And he brings a mission, Trumos, in Perak Beis, Mishnah Gimel, that if a person separates Meiser and Shabbos, or a person immerses their their vessels on, on Shabbos, and they do it intentionally, they do it amazing, they know it's Shabbos, they know what they're doing, you can't use that food, you can't use that food that you took Meiser from. So we see that Chazal did penalize those who transgressed in Israel and their abundance. The Magen says, no. He says, in that case, was where there was other food available. There's another answer, the Nechonim, the Aliyah Rabbah has a different idea. He says that the tikkun, what's happening is in the food itself, so when you're cooking. But here, 
when it's just being brought back over the trum, nothing actually happens to the food. And that's the definition, as he said many times, of a Maisa Shab. So one way around this challenge is to ask a Gentile to bring in the food over the trum, the Marasham, in Shalos and Chuas, in Chela Gimel, Simon Shin Lamadal said that this, this allowed, but the Eved, it's after the fact, it's allowed. If you did it and brought it in, you can do it and if you need it. And this is based also on the Ramah, Sheikh Avdal Yud, who passes that we're lenient to allow a Gentile to bring food through a Carmelist or a place that doesn't have an Arab at all. And even though it's best to be stringent on this, we shouldn't make a scene for those who are being lenient.